0: Welcome everyone, this is Susan Bauer, your National Director of Training and your host for our podcast. We are delving into a new series this month and I'm excited because today I'm joined by Chief Marketing Officer, Amy Kadora. Hey Amy. Hey there. And Amy and I were talking and we have a series on chemicals of concern, which I know is very popular. Look at how many people have, have viewed that. And Amy, I know that's had a great impact in everybody. And we we're talking about, well, what is so relevant and important right now? And yeah. so, and it really didn't fit into that series. So we're starting a new podcast series. I'm kind of calling it Making the Most of Quarant Living. Like during this quarantine, how are you making the most of it? You, your families, we know that a lot of things have shifted Um, But there's key things that we can keep doing um, to make sure that in this quarantine um, we're we're keeping everything safe and clean. So Amy, what does that mean to you?
1: Mm, That's a great question. You know, we've been talking a lot about clean hygiene, right? And how Norwex can really be a part of anybody's hygiene routine. And um you know washing your hands is such a you know such a basic activity, a basic action. How many of us have a hard time getting previously getting our kids to wash their hands right it, it can It can be a kind of a trial to get them over there. I tell you what right now with with this, I have no problem getting my kids to wash their wash their hands
0: and the and- other thing is is that um, it's kind of taken on a new light because people realize <laughs> I think I even did that we weren't really washing our hands the right way before this. You know, right. it was like swipe, swipe, done, done you know, and uh, that's
1: it. No, you're exactly right. And who, who knew there was actually a process or a formula that we were supposed to be following?
0: Yes. And, and apparently we're supposed to, to sing. And it was going to be 20 minutes long. Not 20 minutes, exactly. 20 seconds. It feels like 20 minutes sometimes it's when a you're speaking. It
1: yeah, they need to do one of those TikTok videos with people doing different ways of, you know, washing their hands and getting their thumbs and scraping their fingernails on the inside of their palms, whatever they're doing. So, yeah, um, that, that, yeah that, that's probably the biggest change that I think most people can identify with. And, you know, even when they were, uh, I remember CDC and Health Canada talking about washing your hands is the um, the, the greatest preventive measure that you can you can undertake to help prevent the the spread of the virus you're kind of going wash my hands everybody says wash my hands okay whatever I'll wash my hands but what I think we all found interesting was when they actually started sharing how it is or why it is that soap works so much better um, with this virus than really any other activity you go okay that's interesting so you know the idea that basic your basic soap that's been around for hundreds of years. I don't know the history of soap, it could be thousands. But something that's as basic as soap has the ability to break up that membrane, uh, the fatty membrane that surrounds the virus. And when you do that, uh, it actually um, causes the virus to just kind of fall apart. So suddenly this idea of hand washing takes on a very, I don't know, a very official position, right? just using water and soap, in addition to kind of washing it away, also is actually breaking it down. So, you know, when I'm washing my hands now, I'm really getting into it and making sure that I'm following um, all the different ways you're supposed to be washing your hands to, to get them clean.
0: And I think the other thing that's been eye opening in this is that the number of surfaces and places that you touch. And so, it's not really just you know, your hands, but keeping those surfaces clean where you're, you know, you're going around and you're touching them. And that's everything from in your house to in the grocery store. So I know you shared a few tips, I don't know, Nicole, we were on earlier this week, on some of the surfaces and what you can do, even going into the grocery store. So can you talk about that a little bit, Amy?
1: Yeah, you know, I've seen this on uh, some of the social um, channels and I, I thought it was a great idea to really give people a feel for how you can be potentially spreading this virus throughout your home when you're going out and coming back in. So as we're going to the grocery store, for example, or the pharmacy and coming back in, and they were putting glitter on their hands and then showing, you know, as you walk through your house, you can see pretty quickly that glitter represents this virus where it's touching before you actually get to a sink even. Um, and I know we've been spending a lot of time in the, you know, really in that aisle way from car through our garage to our sink, that's our main walkway, and spending a lot more time cleaning those surfaces. And, and one of the things, you know, as you watch your kids and how they work around uh, doors, you find maybe they use the door handle, but maybe they also push it from the top of the door too, to open it like my son does. And I went, oh my gosh, I have not been cleaning up there at all with my viral. So now, taking that into high gear and every time he comes in, I backtrack with him. I really should make him backtrack, but I backtrack with him and make sure I'm hitting that area of the the door. Um, Some of the other places in our home that we don't necessarily think about are keychains. This was another one, your key fob. I, I really hadn't thought about cleaning that. Um, you can leave them in your car if you feel like it's safe out in your car with the garage closed so you don't have to bring it in and out but you know think about all those things that you're touching as you're coming through Um, and even on your feet you know taking your shoes off again this now becomes a much more significant issue leave them by the door so they're not tracking um, into the house whatever you might have stepped on if you're at the store
0: Um, yeah and and at the store, um, mm-hmm. even limiting what you're bringing in. I know now, unfortunately, you know, we can't bring our reusable bags into stores, but you stop and you think about, you know, you don't necessarily have to bring your person. You don't have to bring in um, really just what you need to do to pay for something because all of those are surfaces.
1: You're exactly right. So really minimizing what you're taking in. Um, Another big tip would be pull your hair back off your face when you're going in because you'd be surprised the moment you start thinking about it, um, that you're not supposed to touch your face, how much you wanna touch your face. And you're really trying to avoid getting too close to your nose, your eyes, your mouth with your fingers that might have some exposure on them. So um, keep your hair back, uh, wear your mask, of course, um, and take in just your credit card. I don't even take in my phone anymore because that's just another surface, a contact surface, I've got to manage once I get out and make sure that I'm cleaning it once I get home. Now, when I go, I am not going into the store, I'm actually picking up, but when I have had to go in to say the drugstore, um, I, I try not to get a cart or you know touch any of the surfaces. Um, I have been known to have a wet damp, and viral cloth with me and if I, was, if I did have a cart, I'd throw that over the handle and I would just keep touching that and not the rest of the handle. Um, even as I was pulling food off the shelf and putting it in my cart, and just resting my hand back on the the Enviro cloth as I was going along,
0: I think that probably a lot of listeners are going are are nodding their heads relating to that because I bring an Enviro cloth with me, and I don't know who it was. Could be Brian. I think it, maybe it was Brian Dill who said to um, use a dusty mitt when you're getting gas because think about how many people touch that nozzle as you're going to get. Uh, gasoline. So I thought that was really funny. I'd actually really just like to see Brian Dill standing there with the (laughs) dusting lid on.
1: We need to get a photo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, seriously. So back to um, the glitter on the hands to, Mm -hmm. to show where you're touching. I don't know if you've seen this, Amy, but I've seen videos where then it shows if you just take your hands and run them underwater with the glitter still on, kind of how much is still left. But then mm-hmm. if you take and wash with soap and water, you see like this h- huge difference. And it's it's kind of the same thing with um with the virus. And it was kind of showing that comparison. Not
1: that That's they're great idea. Yeah.
0: glitter and 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 that is the same. Um, and I was talking to a leader, I think, on a podcast, um, and she was saying that she was ordering her groceries to be picked up, like so many are. And she said, just for the heck of it, she put it, she put in paper towels and it came up zero, you know, you can't find paper towels. And my, um, my daughter is, um, she's a foster mom uh, for, uh, for a little boy who does go to daycare because she's an essential worker. And she said, mom, can you bring um, me some Envirocloss? Because they want to clean, you know, the daycare and they can't get any paper towels. So it's just amazing how, you you know, I think so many people took that for granted mm-hmm. and now realize um, something that they can't get. Well, what, what takes a place? And, and I can see people realizing how Norwex is just that much more effective and, you know, and all of the consultants who, who are on saying, well, you know, you don't need those paper towels. No, you're absolutely
1: right. It's such a great opportunity for us to be able to educate people on, you know, there's a better choice. There's a a better choice than those paper towels. Um, You know, we were talking earlier a little bit about how I can't imagine a better business opportunity for people now either, because these types of products that Norwex sells are really essential, you know, to this idea of keeping your home clean and, and good, clean hands, clean hygiene, hands, hands, hygiene. Um, and, and to be able to, to provide those products, of course, we love that we can continue to provide those products for people to help keep them safe. Uh, but it's a great opportunity for people to be sharing and to kind of slide into this time when we don't have paper towels available.
0: Yes, and I think that does make us so relevant. And we have so many mm-hmm. other products too. Um, I know you, you've talked about, you know, with hand washing comes really dry skin and the need to kind of do things that you can with our LeSere products Mm -hmm. to, you know, to maintain not only clean hands, but also um, um, keeping them from moisture in them and Mm -hmm. keeping them, you know, uh, healthy in a different way. So, and I love how you explain it. So Amy, explain (laughs) what, after you washed your hands 10 times a day, which we're all doing, Right. Then your hands just feel, you know, they feel dry and feel like they could use a little t- TLC.
1: Yes, you're, no, you're exactly right. You're, we're washing them way more than maybe they're, they're used to. And when you do that, just like with the virus uh, and, and soaps and surfactants kind of breaking down the fatty, uh, outside fatty layer of the virus, it can also break down the natural fats, the lipids that are in your skin. And if as those are being washed away, you really want to be replenishing those in your skin because at the same time you're washing your hands to keep them healthy, you also want to make sure you're, you're giving your, your skin as much, um, as much moisture as you can because that helps to increase the health of your skin, right? Keeping that lipid barrier good and strong. The other thing that we've been doing um, here is at night, uh, and I think I shared this last night, I put, after I get ready for bed, I jump in bed, um, I put a little bit of our illuminating oil on each hand because it is obviously very rich in those oils. And for your hands, if you think of your skin cells um, kind of layered like a brick wall, um, in that brick wall, you have the mortar, right? That helps to kind of keep the skin cells in place. In your skin, you also have lipids that are like that mortar that help to keep your skin cells in place. Uh, and keep them um, uh, firm, keep the skin firm, and to keep that lipid barrier intact. So using uh, something like an oil, like our illuminating oil, is going to help to replenish those lipids that are in between the skin cells. Again, just just helping to keep your skin uh, as healthy as you can.
0: Yeah, I, and it, and that, and I do the same thing, actually. I think it's a great product, and I probably started doing that after I heard you say that. <laughs> Well, and it
1: smells so nice. I mean, I, I love rubbing it between my hands and just kind of, you know, breathing it in as I'm going to sleep too with that lavender in it. I really like that.
0: And lavender is, um, it's something that's calming and help and helps with sleep. And stress. Yes, which no one is having. <laughs> no one has any stress any at, right now. <laughs> at, at, at the moment. Um, so, yeah, that is a good thing. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Nice something for your hands and also to just feel good. Absolutely. All right. So I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else, Amy, that you wanted to add? I thought this would just be fun to get together as we start this new series and talk about some things that we can do for hygiene and cleanliness and keeping um, keeping our families safe during this, this quarantine time.
1: You know, I think these are great basics to get started. Um, You know I think that some of the other things we can do you know and we probably are doing while we're in quarantine is looking at ways that um, you know we can also be sustainable as we're here at home and we've been talking a lot about especially with Earth Day here um, talking about what are those those projects that you're undertaking um, that maybe you wouldn't have undertaken if you weren't stuck at home and, and noticing things around your house. So, you know, cleaning closets and, and looking at other, I don't think ways that you can upcycle or reuse things in your home. I noticed that I've been going through and instead of actually buying things, which I might've done in the past, I'm looking and saying, well, wait, I think, I think I can keep using this for a little bit longer. Um, or I've repaired things, Susan. I have personally repaired things that I'm not sure I had any business repairing, but I did, I did, and they've got a little bit another leg in their life uh, to push us through for a little bit, and there's something incredibly satisfying about that, right? Rather than just looking at it and thinking there's too m- I'm no I don't have time for this and and checking out your your printer for example. Um, I'm pointing back here to my elliptical unfortunately that still works so it still calls to me all the time to say you need to get on this you need to get on this I'm not broken yet um, yeah, just looking at looking at those things around the house that you can extend their life a little bit to even that simple step from a from that sustainability standpoint I think goes a long way too so
0: a little bit of the hygiene a little bit of sustainability today yes and I think with kids and families being home it's the perfect time to take on some of those projects. You have have a little extra help, right? That's right. No,
1: my son's like, mom, I'm really bored. I'm like, okay, then I've got some jobs for you. Let's
0: talk about the garage. And you know what? You're not going to hear him say I'm bored anymore. It it takes probably just once. Seriously. I put that
1: kid out in the backyard. I gave him a big old, like truly it was a four or five hour project. He did it. He actually stayed and did it. He actually cleaned up and he came back in. And he goes, it's not really good to do something today. I was like, okay. You know what? I got something for you every day. Don't you worry. We got plenty <laughs> projects around the house for you to do while you're waiting for this to be over.
0: Well, and I think people are discovering a little bit more family time. So, cause you're not, you're not rushed. Kids aren't going to soccer practice and then right. dance and then, you know, you're, you're scrambling to make meals. Um, I think we're gonna all have a little bit of extra um, weight, maybe because of this because I'm cooking more than I ever have. And I love to cook, but now it's like, oh, you know, I'll make this and I'll make that and I've dug out, you know, baking and I'm bread making and yeah. So yeah, what's with the bread making? I, I, I keep
1: thinking I should pull that bread maker out and then I, I get a little nervous and I I don't touch it. I don't know. There's a lot of bread making
0: going on. Well, it it's a good thing. And it smells good, and it's a little therapeutic. However, you end up having this loaf of bread that you have to eat really quickly because it's got no preservatives. So there's this sense of urgency to like plow through. Um, Plus it costs you that, uh, uh, cost
1: you twenty dollars because that three ninety nine flour cost you twenty five dollars, and you're like, okay,
0: <laughs> that now is true. I really have flour, to eat it. <laughs> flour and toilet paper are in short supply, but that's it's a vicious cycle because then you're going to need to get back on your elliptical. (laughs) It's still working as you're you're making another loaf of bread. You're exactly right. (laughs) It just keeps going. But anyway, this was fun, Amy. Thank you for joining me. Of course. And for all of you out there, stay safe. Hopefully you've taken a few tips from our podcast today. And until next time.